Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Are you looking on expanding your audience through podcasting? Learn how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com to learn more. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Lori Cheek. Lori Cheek is an architect turned entrepreneur. She is the founder and CEO of Chicked.com, the reverse engineering dating site. Lori is no longer building structures, but she's now building relationships one card at a time. Her company, Chicked, promotes safe and playful interaction that bridges the gap between online dating and real-world romance. And Lori endeavors to help people find love in a safe and playful way. So women of the world, Miss Lori Cheek, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. We are delighted to have you on our show, and I'm sure our listeners are excited as well. So, Lori, I really like what you're doing with your business, especially with the Checked. Um, I love that name as well. You know, you are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business that you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you and I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. You know, feel free to comment anytime about them, but these are just general questions that I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start, start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind that niche? Yes, yeah, so um, I'm an architect. I'm from Kentucky, and I was practicing architecture in New York City for 15 years. And one night I was out to dinner with another architect after we'd been to a design event, and I had excused myself from the table. And when I came back, he'd scribbled on the back of his business card, want to have dinner? And as he and I were leaving the restaurant, he slid that to a woman I guess he'd had his eye on while we were having dinner together. We're just friends. But I remember looking back thinking how smooth that was that this handsome man had slipped a note to this woman on his business card that said, I want to see you again. But I didn't like the fact that all his personal business information was on that card that he decided to use to ask for a potential date. So I immediately started brainstorming how I could remove the business out of that business card. And two years later, I launched Cheek.com, which is basically you get a stack of these cards and they have different pre-printed lines on them. One of them says, I just put all my drinks on your tab. There's one that says, let's grab a drink. Um, they're just ice-breaking kind of one-liners that have a unique code that leads to a privacy-protected online dating profile on the Cheeked website. So if I wanted to slip that to an intriguing stranger, the train doors are closing, they can download the app and type in the code for my card to find my profile. And neither of us have handed any personal information. There's no business details. And it's just a, a safe, fun, and flirty way to find love in the real world. So that's kind of how I came up with the idea. And that's what I'm doing uh, 
six years after I came up with that idea. <laughs> I love the, the inception of the idea. You know, you saw an opportunity, you saw a need, and you jump right in. And I love what I'm hearing about it. Now, do you, can you say that that was the defining moment that prompted you to start this business and made you say, this is my business? Yeah, so the moment that it happened, I had a pretty huge light bulb that wouldn't stop shining. You know, I I immediately started thinking, how can I make this thing come to life? And so I walked around and talked about it for an entire year. And everyone around me kept saying it's such a genius idea. You know, after people would hear about it, a few weeks later, some of my friends would reach back out and they said, I needed some of these cards. When are you going to make this happen? You know, I passed the love of my life in the subway or on the platform or in a Starbucks. And I mean, I heard it so many times. You know, no one said, don't do it. Everyone said it was genius. And a year into it, still hadn't done really much to make it come to life. I ran into two guys at a Mardi Gras party and they helped start small businesses come to life. And they said, it's a genius idea. Why don't we sit down and make it happen? So that next Monday after that Mardi Gras party, we, we had a meeting and they ultimately became my equity partners and um, owned 20% of the business. But they did all the stuff that I really didn't know how to do, you know, like applying for the patents and the trademark and the, the budgeting, the forecasting, getting all the vendors. I mean, there was a lot involved in, in starting the business. So they were kind of the element that I was missing and bringing it to life. And once they came on board, it took us one year to, to launch the business. And I still was working my full-time job at the moment. And a few, seems like two months later, we got covered on the style section of the New York Times. And it said, moveovermatch.com. This is the next generation of online dating. And, you know, at that moment, it crashed our site. We got emails from all over the world asking how we can get these cards in our hands because we weren't set up internationally at, at the time. And I, I just realized that my little idea was, you know, it was going international and I had something on my hands here. So I kept working my full-time job for a few more months and we got on the news. We got press coverage all over the world and finally... I realized I, I couldn't do both things, so I I took the leap and quit my career, and and now this is my full time gig for uh, almost four years now. Wow! So your business obviously uh, found a need, and you know I would love to hear your vision. To you know, you know I, I'm sure your business obviously has a vision to be the market leader in the industry now, stemming from from when you started, and that resonates very well with a particular portion of our listeners. You know, however, they really like to know what was the compelling vision for your business that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out. Well. You know, there are 102 million single adults in America above the age of 18, and I don't know how they're having a hard time finding one another. You know, there's somebody out there for everybody, believe it or not. And, you know, there are over 3,500 online dating sites in America, and I've just got this tool that that captures a, a real-life chemistry. So, you know, all these other online dating sites, they, they can't they can't solve the solution of an initial chemistry or attraction where with a cheat card, you know, it's a risk free. There's no rejection. You just slip someone a card that you're attracted to and then the fate is left into their hands to find you again or not. And 
I've always been a huge romantic in life, and if I can help others find love, you know, it's, it's a pretty magical voyage for me. I mean, what could be better than helping others find love? And I really like, like your idea. I mean, the idea behind this uh, card uh, from Chicked um, in your company. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people out there are finding it really helpful because that's that's the one of the challenges to really start the conversation. So when you have this non-threatening way, uh, like providing this tool for them, that would really help them to build that confidence and uh, go from there. So it was a genius idea. Now, let's talk about how you prepared for success to turn this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are three personal traits or personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur? Well, you know, I I didn't really have any idea what I was getting into building a business. I mean, I've been a I've been a go-getter all my life and I made tons of mistakes and I would say a lot of people in my shoes would have quit a long time ago and you know I I heard it from some close friends when they saw my struggle they kept saying well you know sometimes you just need to know when to pull the plug and (laughs) it kind of didn't compute when people were saying that to me so I feel like you know I've been at this for almost six years from idea to where I am now and I think one of the traits is definitely the fact that I've been very stubborn about it and I feel invincible where, you know, no one can, can stop me and I'm just super ambitious and I always have been. I mean, there's actually a fourth one. I'm very competitive. So (laughs) I think all of those characteristics have, have led me to where I am this day. Love what you've just shared. And I'm sure our listeners uh, learn a lot from that, and especially with what you said about n- not to quit. And I, I use the word tenacity because that's the ability not to quit when faced with certain situation. And you were right. And it, it is what really defines us as entrepreneur. You know, when not, not to quit when faced with challenges, especially because as we build our business, there's going to be a lot of challenges along the way. And, and if it is your not to quit, not to quit attitude that will help you get through those. So thank you for sharing those uh, qualities that I'm sure our listeners can pick up on. Now, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So What have been your biggest challenges along the way and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? I mean, there have been a few major challenges that have have come into me trying to build this business and one of which was really having no idea what I was getting into, as I'd mentioned earlier. But, you know, I just thought, I'll build this website and I'll be a millionaire in a matter of minutes. And I I imagined going down into the subway a week after I launched and people were going to be slipping these cards each other right in front of my eyes. But that's absolutely not how it worked. And it's just not that easy. So I I think, you know, being realistic has has come in and and very handy and kind of realizing what's the future of, of building a business. And, you know, those, those two guys that helped me build the business initially, I, I almost couldn't have done it without them. But in the end, they were not the right partners. So they're no longer with me. 
they both had business backgrounds, so it was almost like I'd given equity to two people who had the same skill set, and I really needed a technical co-founder on my team to start. So luckily, <laughs> it took me three and a half years, but last summer I finally got a, a CTO on board, so now when I've got issues with my website, I've got someone on my team who believes in this idea as much as I do to help solve any tech issues and especially if you have a technology business you you need you need tech help and if you don't have someone on your team that tech help can get very expensive so for 3 years I've spent my money just ridiculously outsourcing tech talent and again it's like I've picked all the wrong people so I think another one of my challenges has been getting the right people around me and it took me three and a half years, but now I've got the guy and I feel like we're ready to fly from this moment forward. So I think the, the team that you put around you from day one could actually be the most crucial thing. And those people that are around you need to believe in your idea and have faith in you just as much as you do. And the, the other struggle is definitely financial. You know, I've bootstrapped this business. I haven't raised any money and it's hard to do it with no money. But I think if you end up being a successful business without raising money, you could uh, could be a lot richer in the end. <laughs> so we'll see how that works out for me. Wow, huge uh, takeaways there. Um, I mean, learning from your challenges, I'm sure our listeners uh, pick up on a lot of what you've just shared. And I agree with you. I mean, building a business, you know, it is a challenge. And sometimes we are so passionate about an idea that we have no clue what we are up to. But then, and I believe and I strongly agree that there is a lot of learning curve um, building a business or learning a to go on a business. And especially if you don't have any background about building a business. I mean, like myself, all I knew in life was nursing. I mean, I've been a nurse half of my life and that's all I knew. And I jumped into this entrepreneurship. There was a lot of learning curve, but I was willing to learn everything I could because, and I want, because I wanted it and I was passionate about my idea. So I totally resonate with what you said and about those finding uh, talent people or finding people that can work with you. It is a challenge. And I'm sure, especially when your business is growing, you really have to outsource or delegate and find people that really share the vision of your company, share your vision uh, as a person, your values as well. Because if you move on the same direction, that will be a lot easier. But it's easier said than done, done uh, picking talents. But that's what, what uh, other people say, um, so, uh, hire slow, but fire uh, quick. I love yeah. that phrase. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, now let's switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success, not only in business, but in life in general. Now, the challenge with us entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and maintain that work-life balance, particularly if you have a family. Now, in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance? And what are some of the ways you accomplish this in the areas of your health and well-being, family, relationships, and your community? Our listeners would really love to hear your perspective about this. Yeah, so I have, um, I've often been accused of working too much. And I, I know it's a problem, but it's almost like I look at this business as my four-year-old daughter at this point, And, you know, just like a mother... No, no one ever stops being a mom. So I know it's a, it's a strange parallel, but 
I do work a lot, but I do make sure that I make time for my friends and I'm a very social person. So luckily I do have a social business so I can go out and, you know, be social and still kind of work on the side. I mean, I can start handing these cards out and it's actually a lot of fun. I, my friends are single. I make them hand the cards out and, you know, fitness is probably the number one thing that, that keeps me level headed. I have a extreme dedication to hitting the gym every single day, no matter what I put on my gym clothes in the morning and I don't take them off till I've been at the gym and I've spent an hour doing intense cardio. It's a great stress relief. And I usually spend that hour on the elliptical trainer and I can even get work done on my phone while I'm, while I'm exercising. So I'm, I'm double tasking there and I, I make sure to check in with my parents. They still live in Kentucky every day. So when I'm walking to the gym or walking to where I work, I, I make that phone call. And, you know, I just I, I just try to keep in touch with everybody and let them know that I still love them. And um, I'm just working my cheeks off. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Love those ways that you've just shared. I mean, you're right. I mean, being an entrepreneur, sometimes 24 hours is not enough because we end for us. Most of the time, we are so passionate about what we do that we it's no longer work. So, you know, we can work and work and work nonstop. But you're right. We really have to make time for other priorities in our life, especially our health. And fitness is one thing. You know, we are really productive. If we keep, we keep ourselves fit, that helps us to be productive and accomplish more. And for our family, we really have to make time for to even just to make a phone call or when you have some time um, or put them in calendar to have a, a time to go out with them if they are around you. And so it's not, not just work, 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 because you know, there are other areas of our life that needs our attention as well. So it's really important to find time for whatever it is that um, are important to you. So for our listeners out there who are thinking of going into business, this is really huge, especially when you are st- when you're going to be starting yours, because if you are not, not pre- you know, scheduling time f- to attend to all of these areas in your life, then you will be easily, you'll easily succumb to, to temptation that, oh, it's just work and work. And then you end up burned out at the end. And then your life is like, okay, why are we in business in the first place? So I really echo what you said that we're really have to find time to make uh, to make time for those priorities in that we have in our lives so thank you for sharing your take on that now let's talk about your success and what success means to you you know your business appears to be financially doing well and with that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life now we'd like to also say that success is also a mindset you know i can have ten dollars in my pocket but my mind feels like a millionaire i feel great about myself and i'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks you use to measure your success? I mean, I feel like being an entrepreneur is a little like living the American dream. And, you know, a lot of businesses fail after soon after they they start and I feel like the fact that I'm still bulldozing forward and I've got no plans on quitting anytime soon I mean for me that's kind of success in my eyes that I've been able to to juggle my life I you know I haven't taken a salary from this business since I launched it and to to have been this creative to keep this business alive and live in New York City is I mean I 
I just feel like I'm successful in, in that ride alone. And I'll know that I'm, uh, I've hit the top level of success the day that someone randomly hands me one of these cards. <laughs> wow. Love that one. Especially, I mean, uh, of course, we are in business uh, for ourselves, for our family, and to make a difference in other people. And I think the, the biggest satisfaction I can, I can totally attest to what you've said is that when we hear other people or when we see our business uh, outside there that is making a difference in other people's lives. So I think that's one of the big uh, intangible benefit um, of being in business because you, re- you make a difference in other people's lives. And that's the ultimate um, you know, for me, that's one the ultimate uh, measure of success. So thank you for sharing that. Now, as entrepreneur, you obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience. So take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success or even for making that first buck. You know, what types of special suggestions and advice and lessons learned would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you're headed at? And if you can boil them to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? I mean, I think I mentioned this before, but again, it's the number one most important thing based on my experience is to surround yourself with a talented and trusted team of people that feel equally as passionate about what you do as as, as they do. So team is number one. And then I'd say number two would be to embrace your mistakes. You know, no one's perfect. Mistakes will happen, but make them quickly and be smart about them and don't make them again. And then I'd say um, the third most important is just taking advantage of every opportunity. I mean, I feel like the worst advice I've been given is to, to say no. And how I've gotten where I am, it's from saying yes. And I like to have people around me that are yes people. And it's always about the positive and support. And, you know, networking has been another amazing tool in New York City. I mean, it's easy to find networking events and there's always new people there. But, you know, you should never dismiss a single soul. You have no idea who you're talking to or who they might know or how they might be able to help. You know, even if you're sitting next to someone on a plane, you have no idea who that is. I, I just say hello to everybody and you never know where that opportunity is going to lead. Love those three tips. And let me just uh, summarize those for our listeners. So first is to surround yourself with a talented and trusted uh, or build a team that you you trust and they are talented as well and that they have they share the same mission and vision that you have in your company. And the second one is to embrace your mistakes. And I love when you said about make them quick and be smart about them and not, do the, not to do them again. And then the third one is to take advantage of every opportunity, you know, be, being having this uh, positive attitude that there's always an opportunity, everyone, and grab them um, as they come. Thank you for sharing those. Now, share our listeners what one benefit our listeners can get with your product or with your service. I mean, I feel like what I have to offer, and, you know, entrepreneurs are very busy. They're working all the time. So I feel like what I have is a tool that's great for entrepreneurs. It's great for busy people that are single and looking for love. You know, in your morning commute, you could just slip some in one of these cars and it could be the love of your life. So I'm just giving you an alternative tool to help you find love in the real world. 
Love it. Now, what's one favorite business resource or tool or app besides the, the one, the, the, the chick card that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business? You know, I have to say that, I mean, I talk about people a lot and how helpful people are and, you know, making contacts and networking, but I had no idea when I was starting this business how crucial it was to to be able to connect with other entrepreneurs, other people that are kind of doing the same thing you are, and it doesn't matter where they are, but I think Twitter has been the, the best tool for me to to network with other entrepreneurs and it's just really easy to reach out to someone on Twitter. I mean, LinkedIn, I feel like is almost, it's over spammed in a way. I don't know half the people I have a hard time tracking everything on LinkedIn where Twitter, it's, it's just a quick and it's a quick introduction, a little bit like a cheat card, but online to a total stranger. So it's, that's been super helpful and getting a network of people that can help you spread your word as well. Yeah, I love Twitter as well. And so intuitive. And the fact that you can just share short messages out there to reach people. I, I love it as well. So thank you for sharing that. Now, entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book or two that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? You know, this is not necessarily such a business book, but there's a book called... Uh what is her Jennifer Gilbert. It's called I Never Promised You a, a Goodie Bag. And her story is about this catastrophe that happened in her life. It was a physical catastrophe where she was attacked and nearly stabbed to death. And in a moment where most people would have shut down and just given up all hope, she turned that catastrophe into complete motivation. And she was determined and she's one of the most inspiring people that I've ever heard speak in my life. Um, she's, uh, she's the founder of a, of a website called save the date.com and she's a super successful entrepreneur and she's just a glowing symbol of success for me. Awesome. Awesome. Now last but not the least, um, Lori, in my mind, you are a superhero or shall I say superheroine because you have done this, you have done that, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you are a superhero, who do you want to be and why? And it doesn't have to be a Cardon Carter, but can it be someone that you admire and look up to? Yeah, I'd say, um, Steve Jobs is probably the biggest superhero in my life. And it's just because, you know, when people called him crazy, he never stopped. And I feel like he was, he's been the most innovative inventor in, in the time that I've lived. And I just admire what he's done. I mean, I'm surrounded by his products and they make my life more efficient. And I've just admired, every, every, I've, I've admired him every step of the way and, you know, I look up to him as a huge mentor, even though he's passed on at this time. Yeah, I'm hu a huge fan as well. I mean, uh, the products of, uh, that, that Apple, uh, Steve Jobs created are really revolutionizing the way we do business. And I can attest to that as well, because I all have the products that are really helping me. And you're right, he is really an icon. And I, it's sad that he, he left too early. But we, of course, there are a lot of lessons that we can learn from him. So thank you for sharing that. We, he's 
absolutely a superhero. Now, share our listeners what's the best way that they can connect with you and kind of watch how you grow and succeeding more so that they can serve as an example for our own efforts and so we all can be more than we are today. Yes, so I can be reached on Twitter at LoriCheekNYC, that's L-O-R-I-C-H-E-E-K-N-Y-C, and on Facebook, I'm Lori.Cheek, and you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at just Cheeked, C-H-E-E-K-D, and we just recently launched an app on Android and iOS, so uh, I'd love if everyone downloaded the Cheeked app, and I hope everyone has the opportunity to either... uh, physically get cheeked or get cheeked on the app and feel free to reach out with me to me with any questions yes absolutely and by the way all these uh, fantastic resources and the links mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at today's leadingwomen.com all you have to do is type in the name Lori Cheek on the search bar and it will find it for you. So for our listeners out there who are driving while listening to this, don't worry. I'm going to have those links on our show notes as well. But again, uh, check Lori's Twitter handle, Lori Cheek NYC. And uh, of course, the, her main, main website, Cheek with a d.com and also ch- make sure to check out uh, the app on the both the your for your android and, and iphone apps uh, check the one on itunes store um you you can find that one there and and like what i've said i'll have this ones on our show notes as well so thank you for sharing those now laurie you have been really um, awesome with our inter- with our chat today. So thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise, you know, for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. Women of the world, including me, appreciate you and honor you for making our world a better place. And we wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you so much. Podcasting is taking the world by storm. If you are a marketer and not using this platform, your business is missing out on a big opportunity to reach a wider audience. Find out how you can create, grow, and monetize your podcast and take your podcasting skills from novice to experts. Go to learnpodcastingtoday.com now. inspired and empowered to make it happen then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top three iphone apps that these high achieving women use to get things done lightning fast today visit today's slash apps for your free download and we'll see you on the next episode of today's leading women with marie grace berg